and welcome to Crimes Against Food. I'm Gloria Lind and joining me today is Mia Steele. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> We're, it's a little bit exciting. This is the first show, not counting the one that we did on a comic relief special of our, our show about crimes against food. Today we'll be taking you through a couple of the uh, causes of crimes against food, yep. um, a couple of the uh, our pet hates, and uh, perhaps some of the solutions, the final solution, if you will. I, I think a lot of this is just about us picking on people who aren't like us. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> find, find, finding differences and, and really highlighting it and then going to town and saying how much you hate those people. Yeah, mostly we're going to be violently prejudiced yeah, yeah. and ill-informed. And uh, and generally, generally, you know, d- hope to cause a little bit of um, controversy. Yeah, it's a simply syndicated way. Will says as he makes his way out of the room. Bye, Will. Uh, <laughs> so but slightly followed by the cat. Except <laughs> no, the cat's now in the room with us. Poor oh, bastard. Um, I just want to mention after last time, I, w- I was a tiny bit upset from the first one we did, which was talking a lot about kind of cheap pasta and cheap and bad pasta sauces. You did something to me mentally at the time. <laughs> you ruined it for me because. I was somebody who could kind of avert my eyes <laughs> mentally, if you will, from the odd jar of Dolmio. Well, not Dolmio, but say a Lloyd Grossman. And then the other day, I tasted Lloyd Grossman sauce and all I could taste was the sugar. And you've completely <laughs> spoiled the convenience food aspect of pasta. From now on, I'm going to be like some kind of middle-aged, dumpy housewife <laughs> over to my arms in seeded tomatoes and cream sauces oh god i aim to please what can i say you've I changed aim to it all please. you've ruined everything but for those who didn't didn't catch that show i think it came out under super happy fun time and it was, it was part of the uh the, the comic relief special and and basically i ranted yeah. and ranted at great length i think uh, yeah it was it was it was good but today we, we have a different topic we're not going to talk about pasta surprisingly no, no. well I say we're not going to talk about pasta. It might there's, come, it might come there's, back there's, there's, there, there's a high possibility that I might end up talking about it again. Actually, today we're going to be talking about kitchen equipment. Now, bear with me. It, it might not seem like, you know, uh, it's not exactly a food. Yeah. But I think, you know, you've got to go back to basics. Well, I like what you're doing with this. You're bringing the hate. And for <laughs> once, I feel like I'm bringing the aspiration. Because uh, to me, the two are very involved. You know... You hear, you see these beautiful kind of cast iron, cast iron pots, cast iron, cast iron pots, and you think that that's really the look, isn't it? <laughs> that's the look of the kitchen person I want to be. I think that cast iron pot would make my bolognese into something not just ordinary but spectacular, because I would look like someone from a magazine. So you you, you sort of I'd, I just bring that, I just that, bring on the venom that, that you know that yeah that really get your bowel rising and I'll I'll chip in with the things that make me happy. Yeah, I mean to be fair though, I mean I I'll, I'll try and start. Would we try and start by not you know not not the total venom, which is you know what do, what do I mean? Right, what do we right. mean by kitchen equipment? You know, let's just sketch out a vague definition. <laughs> handcuffs <laughs> leaning from a leather, leather place wall. <laughs> yeah, not that kind of kitchen. All right, and not that kind of kitchen where you cook. Funny things. You knives. Know. She means knives. I'm t- mostly talking about mostly knives. Talking. That makes me sound a little deranged. <laughs> yes. Gloria has. I'm talking about <laughs> knives. A deep understanding <laughs> of our sharp edged friends. <laughs> I do, though. Because basically, what do you need to make a meal? You need, you need a knife, you need a chopping board, and you need a pan. And more or less, you know, that's your basics. You can get a little bit, or you need a sauce, a heat, a heat sauce, which I will come to later. Right, right. Because I've just remembered that <laughs> one bitter 
theatre. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a major one. <laughs> yeah. oh God. You need Everything. some kind of heat source. Whether it's a Bunsen burner, kids, the one you stole from your science class. <laughs> That ever tried to kick a cook on Caligas? Oh, God. Challenge. It's a challenge in itself. But you, you know, really have. You're like the SAS of the kitchen world. <laughs> People need to know about you. You've cooked on Caligas. That's it like saying you've given birth in a shed. <laughs> I went to a festival and took a Caligas stove with me. Of course me. you did. Of course you did. Some people have, have Caligas as their only source of heat. And Gloria takes a Caligas stove to a festival. Oh God! Well, I wanted to make tea in the morning. No grog's pasties for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought tea and Caligas stove and a kettle. <laughs> oh, and it oh took about God. twenty minutes to boil the water. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a, a canister a day. Will you crouched beside it in your paisley Wellingtons with a pinny on. Oh, I can, I can I just was. picture it. <laughs> oh Christ! And I bought silver foils to put round the guy rope so people didn't stumble into the tent at night. And I bought, um, this is a total tangent, but I had the piss ripped out of me all weekend. Not only did I bring a Caligas stove, put tied foil around my guy rope so no one walked into them, but I also printed off uh, a timetable that someone put on the website so I didn't have to buy a programme and put it in um, uh, uh, a little plastic see-through wallet. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You. You've missed your way. (laughs) You, you really were born in the wrong time. <laughs> the Nazis could have made fantastic use of you. <laughs> I know, Bloody I think I, there hell. is something clearly about the Nazi skill <laughs> scout about me. <laughs> As I shall go on to prove in okay, this episode. Okay. Yeah, carry on, carry on. Kitchen equipment. Yeah, nice. so basically that's kind of what I'm, I think that's, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Because if you're going to make food, and I have to be honest, I mean, this food, you know, this show is about products, but it's also about making food. Yes. And, you know... There's gadgets, there's gizmos, there's coffee machines, there's blenders, there's, you know, but the, the, that comes under kitchen equipment. But there's also just the basics, which, you know, anyone, most people have if and you do need. I mean, yeah. you do need a pan even to make noodles. Yeah, yeah you need Actually, a pan. no, tell a lie. You could make noodles in a microwave. But oh, I think I think we've skipped a level, like a, a kind of generation <laughs> of technology. If you will, we've gone from pan and caligasto to microwave. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, th- I think Claudia Rodden would have something to say about the microwave aspect. Let's leave the microwaves out of it and stick to what you do best, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's tyrannize normal people. Your pan is not good enough. Yeah. Nor are your knives. You see, the thing is, right? I figure though. I figure I've just got to go in hard line. And yeah. to be honest with you, I'm not that hard line in no, real no, life. No. But this is this is a show and I've got to make some kind of statement so that people can like post on the message board, that Gloria, she's a right idiot. I don't use a pan, I use my hands over well, the stove I mean, to cook I, things. Obviously, you know, we have this wealth of, of, of shared experience and there's many a time I've seen you in a kitchen looking very much the part and kind of dusty elbows and... <laughs> This idyllic kind of dough rising in front of the oven. I've seen you make tartlets from scratch. <laughs> so, yeah, th- this is all actually what you truly think. This isn't just made up for some mythical audience. It's it's this is really this is really how you think, isn't it, Gloria? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to get out of it. I was trying to make myself sound not no, no. deranged, yeah. but it is true. I am a fascist. Will calls me the kitchen dictator, and there may be something in it. I am, you know, I mean, I'm a home cook, you know, I won't, I won't give any, any claim to be, I just like good home cooked food. Why would you go out to eat when what you make is so much better? (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, they're going out to eat. It's about the whole experience, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a home cook. I like good home cooked food. Absolutely. And, and absolutely. I'm all about increasing. I'm mock, but, you know, you, you've completely educated me, I think. <laughs> I, I, I was very much, I mean, when I was 16, I was very much a noodle sandwich kind of girl. Like, <laughs> like many of us have been when we're living on 25 pence a day. But, um, <laughs> but I, I've seen Through my fascism. Yeah, yeah, I've seen errors in my ways. <laughs> And uh, I'm really not coming well, well no, out of this, am I? No, you're not no, at all. No, no. No, well, you know, on that note, why don't I just continue Let's and just dig my own grave and, and go in right in for my total fascism. So I would like to introduce the section of the show, Crimes Against Kitchen Equipment. Right. And would you mind if I, I kicked us off? Because there's one hip deep into this. Gloria, yeah, because it's it's, it's it's a fundamental, right? It's a fundamental of kitchen equipment. And yet, and yet so many times I've got it's, it's been got wrong. And it's, it's, this is this is a lot about living in rented furnished accommodation Ooh. because we're ta I'm talking about kitchen knives. I'm talking about kitchen knives. And there are a number of things that I'd like to get my test. My chest? I'd like to get my chest? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'd like to get my chest. I'd like knife. to get my chest. Keep talking, Woo! you might have one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to get off my chest. And I think the first one is about the size of your knife. Now, really, right? You know those little knives? I'm you know not sure I can take you seriously anymore. <laughs> She's, stop. She's pointing at me and measuring with her thumb and forefinger these little knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know so, what? Yeah. I'm a size queen. What can You're I say? It's all about the size of your. It's still yeah, the size of your yeah. knife. It's not how you use knife. it. It's how it's it's it is the size of it. Because right, little knives mm -hmm. are pairing knives. That's right. They're, they're they're for a specific purpose. They're for pairing vegetables mm. or they're slicing vegetables. If you want to chop vegetables, if you want to chop, say, a great big butternut squash, some little piddly small knife is not going to do the job. Well, you're right, because I think I've tried this. In fact, <laughs> I think I spent 50 minutes once wrestling with a Swede. <laughs> yes, yeah, Swede. That was really hard. Yep, no, it's it, it, the Swede. I just, sorry, I don't know if I just managed to clock the microphone. I hope I'm still here. Oh, I'm still here. But yeah, no, you see, Swedes. And that is where a crime against food can come in. Yeah. Because... You know what, what you need is a, is is a go to business knife, don't you? Mm hmm. You, you need something military for a Swede. You need a big fuck off knife. You need a big carving knife. The ones that, that like serial killers, yeah, yeah, like that you, you see in films. In films, that is the size of knife you want. You want a big kitchen knife because actually, big kitchen knives can do quite delicate jobs. You can you can chop garlic with it. You can chop you know you can chop yeah. finely. But actually, you need the control of, uh, and that a big knife can give you a small knife the blade is going to wobble yes. as you're going through the food yeah so people i think people are a little I've bit intimidated this. a mm. little bit intimidated by big knives but i say don't be intimidated by big knives big knives are your friends so this we could call this point one then shall we of crimes against food yeah should we knives. try and summarize yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> let's let's have a goal i think is important <laughs> So big knife is, is the first thing. Don't be afraid of the big knife. Yeah, get don't be afraid knife. of the big knife. This is my this is a message I want to get out to the world. Don't be afraid of the big knife. Right. And and the second message I want to get out that out to the world is what is that with the blunt knife? Take the blunt knife away or get yourself a steel. Oh my god. 
this this is like the second thing that just makes my heart bleed. Mia is go laughing on, at me <laughs> and looking Say a little more. bit afraid. <laughs> she, she's, she's wanting to Get run out of the room right now. Yourself a steel. Oh, <laughs> oh Everyone needs a steel, baby. Everyone needs a spit rose for the garden. Everyone <laughs> needs a steel. Oh my god. Anyway, actually, like a steel, right? It's it's what you sharpen a knife on, and you can get like electric, like motorized ones that you put the blade in. But sometimes they can they can they can dull your knife. So I just I just say just use it's like a it's like a kind of metal stick, and it's ridged. It has wider kind of wider grains at the bottom and, and smoother at the top so you'd start off at the bottom to kind of shape the the, the blade mm -hmm. and then you just polish off the the blade at the top you, so you find it that's good yeah, you know, yeah. so you told the exact kind of yeah structure of one of these things. yeah and you need to yeah, you I've need to have used. it you need to have the um the knife kind of you don't you move the knife not the steel when you're doing it and you have you need to have the knife at about a 45 degree angle from the from the steel so that when you draw the knife across the steel you basically you're you're sharpening yeah. that end of the knife so that you get a really nice sharp edge to it. Basically, it's to say you you take the edge. It's like filing your nails. You know, you take you do the rough. You need to do the rough first, and Let's then you not do the smooth. We file nails, Gloria. No, it's not. No. But that you, that's why I have good nails. I have bad <laughs> nails, but good, good knives. knives. <laughs> I have I have the craziest image of you just kind of thwack thwacking away at knives out, <laughs> like some insane chef from a film. Yeah. So yeah, we have a big knife, the dull knife. You need a sharp knife. So big, sharp. Big and sharp. Is the third one deadly? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is that what it is? Big, sharp and deadly. Yeah. Uh, just continuing that fascist theme. <laughs> Next week, we're going to hold a competition and see if Gloria can debone a chicken in under 30 seconds. I'm thinking she probably could. I can't debone it in under 30, but I would like to try. I've got a method on this, this really good blog called Pomian. And he's, he's, he's an ex-professional chef and he's oh, got wow. on his web, on his blog, he's got a, uh, a how-to of how to debone a chicken. I can, I can join a chicken. I just can't debone one. Never tried. But, um, I, I was joking, <laughs> but <laughs> no, no I, I was joking. I mean, I, I don't know. Christ, Gloria, debone a chicken. What, 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 what do you fringe at? Nothing. <laughs> Fish eyes. Actually, I do find joining a chicken a bit challenging. But you just have to disengage. Yeah. Don't imagine a tiny chick face looking at you and saying, it's a smell. It's the oh. smell. It's the meat carcass meat smell, smell that yeah. is a bit challenging. Because it warms on your hands. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. This, this should just be like the serial killer kitchen show, shouldn't it? The meat <laughs> smell. <laughs> the sharp oh. knife. Oh, the meat smell <laughs> brought the mist into her eyes. And <laughs> she knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, what... What what else is? is I think I think right? actually, you do need a a kind of carbonized steel knife as well, really. But the thing is, right, you know, which which basically the reason for that is because you can sharpen it and it goes up to a good you right. get a good okay. sharp edge on it um and also it lasts a really long time when i went to you see yeah this is where i reveal myself oh. as a kitchen geek when i went to university when i left home that was the thing that i bought to go with me into halls well i was in <laughs> catering oh, accommodation i'm sorry you walked in on the first day into halls with a knife <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> ah! Other people brought the you know the kind the bed sets for eight pound from Wilco's or or, or, the, or the cheap kind of painted 
bins and bread bins and kettles and things you get for £6.50 from Argos and Gloria bought. What was it? A knife. A, a big knife. A big, sharp knife. Did you bring a steel as well? Yeah. Just in case the killing slowed down. <laughs> oh, my God. But you see, really, there is a, there is an advantage to having this, and it was it was pricey. But you know, I've had it for ten years, and it's and it's still it's still going strong. Even though one of my bastard housemates dropped it, and it's now got a chip on the end of the <gasps> knife. I know, <sighs> but you know, it still works. It's fine. But uh, yeah, yeah, and you know, you see, the thing Didn't is, you just want to stick the knife into them. <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't know. No. Didn't hold myself back. But, you know, you see, the thing is, right, if you have a good knife, there is a number of things you do, especially it's a big, heavy knife, because you can bash things with it. Right. And you can chop with it. Yes. And you get the control to go through big things like Swede. And you can also do things like dicing things finely, because if you've got a sharp knife, you can do that. And you can chop tomatoes. Have you ever tried to chop tomatoes with a blunt knife? Oh, God, it's murder. It is. It's a crime. It is. That is a crime, in fact. You know what? That's one of the things that really kind of, it makes, I feel a cringe building up in the middle of my back and it crawls all the way up to the top of my neck and it just kind of takes over in a massive body shudder. Cutting knives, cutting tomatoes with really blunt knives. I mean, even even a cutlery knife is better than that. Yeah, because, exactly. Because the old At least ones it's have, serrated. A, have, have a serrated edge, yeah. yeah. So something, something's going to work there. But, oh, yeah, that's murder. It is pretty much murder. And they can, I can understand why people like, you know, don't enjoy cooking, cooking. because, because they're like, so well, difficult. oh my God, I'm going to have to spend 50 minutes soaring through this sweet. <laughs> so yeah, that would be, that would be my first nomination okay. is, and, 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 and the reason why the crime. So big knife, sharp knife. Yeah. Look after the knife. Yeah. The knife is your friend. The knife is your friend. And will be for a long, long time. Yeah. And then the, the, the kind of the antithesis of that would be small, Blunt knife is a fucking crime, and yeah, I and no. I see too many of them in my life. And try to use them. It is. It's really annoying when you go into somebody else's kitchen, and you try to do, try to help out, and you can't. You find yourself kind of slipping with a blunt knife. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's why chefs, you know, they carry. Well, obviously, because it's their professional tools. It's like you have your knife set, and they're hundreds of pounds, hundreds of pounds, literally. Yeah. For for a knife set, I'd be interested to see what, what's in them. I'd probably be too intimidated to use them all, and I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't yeah. know what they were all exactly for. I'd probably take the one knife I, I figured I could use and make that multitask. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Isn't it? That's your point. Mm. Don't don't go overboard. Buy one good thing and use it for everything. Well, exactly. Yeah, I'm not saying you know you need 101 gadgets. That's my thing. I don't think you need gadgets. You just need like. And the reason that I kind of bang on about that mm-hmm. is because that is mostly what you need. You now, need one I have a knife. question. When you're talking about kitchen equipment, one of my things is. These these are tiny questions with which I trouble myself when I'm, when I'm making my lunch. Which which material is the optimum chop, chopping board material? Because I have like a plastic That's meat a good board, question, isn't it? Yeah. And I have a I have a lovely wooden one which is it's just thick enough to soak for now and it still doesn't warp. Yeah. But cleaning it is a bit of a bitch because it's so cumbersome. You can't really get it to a bin. Yeah. And. I did see on a, on a, on a show the other day on TV they used they had these fancy little kind of silicone chopping boards that Ooh. folded at the side so you could just carry them straight over to the bin without any mess or fuss. But then I thought a good knife would probably score that surface, mm. and then you've got bacteria lingering in there if you chop meat on there, it doesn't really get clean again. Yeah, I know it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because Thoughts, um, I'm a bit old school in that I quite like wooden chopping yes. boards, but they're a bitch to clean and they do hold germs after a while. 
I think, yeah, I think actually thick plastic chopping boards are the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. But it's anything that doesn't slide. I mean, you can always put a tea towel underneath, but what you need is something that doesn't warp, doesn't yes. skid about the kitchen surface, is big enough so you can chop things on it without yeah. things falling off over the edge. That's annoying. That is annoying, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't really like those glass ones. No, I'm, I don't. I'm, like I'm a little bit afraid of them. I, I'm, I'm a bit afraid of them. I don't, I don't understand the knife mix as it clicks down onto them. Yeah. It's like, die! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And all you're doing is cutting a bit of courgette up. <laughs> yeah, it makes tap, it sound tap, tap. It is. It's it, horrible. It's like a stiletto. Mm, mm. I am. Um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not 100 about them. You know, they look nice and all. But well, I don't feel like we've, we've reached a kind of a definitive answer on this. Maybe, maybe we'll have to talk about this in our private time again. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you know, maybe people in the forums. There's someone. <laughs> someone yeah. like listening to your show goes, "What you are have, you talking you have about?" Really strong feelings <laughs> about the chopping board <laughs> because. <laughs> Because we two saddos are quite willing to be told. Uh, well, I am anyway. Uh, I mean, you know, I've pondered this long enough and I've yet to reach an answer by myself. Please feel free to uh, tell me what to do. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I do wonder if I am the only person out there who does have a strong opinion about kitchen equipment and people are going to be listening to the show thinking, you fucking mad woman, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, uh, may maybe you just seem so extreme because I'm, I'm your foil. It's true. You know, the yeah. lazy foil. Yeah, how it works, <laughs> isn't it? We need <laughs> it to have this. It's our dynamic. But I don't know, maybe it's time to swap. Because, I mean, do you have one that's like a crime? Oh, kitchen equipment crime against food? I have I, I have peeves, but they're, again, they're mostly about people. <laughs> and, and, and no, no, no. Be, being, being honest, it, it's when people do things in kitchens. You never make me feel kind of substandard or like I'm doing the wrong thing. If you say you do it one way, it's never a, a criticism of how of how I of, of how I do something, but I have one friend who chops garlic, and I, I mentioned that I wanted a garlic press, and I've been on this lifelong search for the perfect garlic press. I told you earlier. Mm -hmm. What I want is a garlic press that takes everything I put in there because I I take the ends off that there's there's no garlic shell on there anymore. It's just lovely kind of moist garlic clove flesh. I want everything to be used. I'm sick of like losing fingernails and these things, <laughs> claw clawing the mess out afterwards. I want it to be really efficient garlic press and I, I'm, I'm afraid that maybe i'm just too tight to buy the one that would end this kind of this hunt and fulfill my garlic dreams maybe it's 70 pounds or something it must be out there somewhere <laughs> but um and, and my, mine are all kind of 2.99 from asda or sainsbury's but he chopped garlic because he saw jamie oliver do it and now he would never admit he's, he's far he's, he's far too aspirational to admit that that that's why he does it <laughs> but that is why he does it i know i, I knew straight away and it filled me with this boiling hate all I wanted to do was just stab a knife into his hand as he was chopping and demeaning my garlic press and saying, oh, I don't use a garlic press. I, 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 I rough chop my garlic. <laughs> to be fair, for though, that For that rustic taste. You know what, though? Right. Oh, I, oh God. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on this because I never thought there would be a time when I would see a point of the garlic press. But there is a point of the it's garlic It's when you press. use a lot of garlic. It's when you use a lot of garlic. Or you don't want a rustic taste. Not all yes. dishes are no. rustic. No. I've, I mean, I've had the misfortune to bite down on a flake of, of barely cooked garlic in somebody else's dish. It's, yeah. it's, it's a tiny explosion of pain in your mouth. Yeah, you don't want it that much. No. Or if you want to put a little tiny bit, mm. 
some garlic in your salad dressing, or you want to serve garlic, you know, a little bit raw. And it has to be smooth. It has to be smooth. For a salad dressing. Yeah. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's a crouton. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, there are times in this life where I'm not going to use a freaking pestle and mortar for everything. Because, see, this is it, right? <laughs> Chefs. <laughs> I felt like I was being perfectly sensible then, and you've just thrown ridiculous light upon our conversational matter now. A pestle and mortar for everything. <laughs> Well, you know what? There are some chefs who are like, oh, no, I never use a garlic press or I never yeah. use a blender. In order well, to get the food, the flavours out, you must you must do it in pesto mortar. I'm like, fuck that. You yes. know what I mean? If I am going to make a fat load of pesto, I yes. am not going to be sat there banging this food <laughs> like some kind of ancient cave woman. Just make yeah. it up some mortar. No, no, no. There's a reason no, we evolved know. a food presser, processor. But there's a place for everyone and their opinion. There's a place for, for, for <laughs> fancy people who do things the way they want to. Like people who, you know, they write the TV guide. I'm sure they don't want to watch Neighbours and Home and Away. And I'm sure they have very kind of strong opinions about what constitutes trash TV. That doesn't mean that the person buying the TV guy doesn't want this. I think, you know, some people like to do it the cheap way. I like a garlic press. Yeah, I that's do. it. Yeah, exactly. I and refuse to be judged. I no, I, I, I give you that garlic press. Thanks, and I thanks, say, man. it's not... And, 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 and I also agree that there can be sometimes some... It actually, it's just actually most kitchen equipment that doesn't work is a bit of a crime. That's it. That's it. it. I mean, you know, we could go on naming individual items, couldn't we? And just be like, that's... A it's, it's just shall we when this is done <laughs> yeah well actually good screw it now <laughs> let's Pans. just find a shady spot and, yeah, and just like <laughs> <laughs> just give you words frying pan <laughs> wow <laughs> bad frying pan okay no now now i feel i feel really strong about this and it's only just come to my attention i've only just realized yesterday i put away two cheap woks i put them in the cupboard They'll mm-hmm. be used again. They've lost the covering on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know, you know, and you don't use enough oil when you when you stir fry things. Mm-hmm. You get dry. You get the the seasonings. They'll stick to the bottom, and they mm-hmm. lift the, the 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 coating off. Yeah, and it's because they're cheap woks. Why why can a place like IKEA get away with selling you a cheap wok which will fall apart and be no good to anyone because you're eating paint after the first <laughs> few goes, and yet not pans. Pans, it's fine. That they sell you a nonstick pan. It works. It does the job. Mm. And it never kind of rusts off in your mouth. I think I think it's very important to have a decent wok. Spend the extra 20 quid. Yeah. Although there is that thing about curing a wok the first no. time you use yes. it. Are you talking about like after you've cured yeah. it and what have you and it's yeah. still, oh, yeah, I need a wok. That's my next that's my next purchase. Yeah, but you see, crap pans, but also crap non-stick surfaces. I'm pointing at you again. I'm sorry. Right, I can't no, it's, fine, it. it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. She's impervious to it now. I just fucking point away. I don't care. (laughs) Crazy lady in the corner ranting about. I'm I'm throwing notes out the window. (laughs) Fucking whatever happened to Baby Jane? (laughs) Help me. Help me. me. She has me. She's pointing the finger at me. So, yeah, non stick -stick pans that don't work. Or actually, this is a little bit of what people do with non stick pans Mm -hmm. is getting. I, I have this. I have a bread maker which I love, and it's not a crime against food. It's a many. It's a very f- useful tool. Yes. Yeah, it's a many splendid thing. Um, but I have. <laughs> I used to have a housemate who would just use metal implements with impunity on non-stick objects. And that, that is that's vile. It's just so. That's like touching children. <laughs> no, now that really, really gets my goat. And it was my fucking pan as well. Oh God. <laughs> And the noise that the scrape makes of, of the metal spatula on a pan that has a non-stick coating, it just, 
if anything could incite violence, I think that could. I know, and he ruins it. And then you're just eating little bits of non-stick coating for every more, every time you use the freaking pan. It's the devil. It truly. The devil. It truly is the devil. You know what? Maybe, may, maybe we should kind of give this a positive upswing. Now. Yeah. Let's, yeah, I think let's talk about the kitchen equipment we like. Yeah, let's, just, let's, let's talk about... Let's talk about... I mean, I've had the garlic press, you know. What, what's yours? Well, what's the big thing? Th- I mean, obviously, there's knives. I like a good sharp knife, as we have already discussed at length. I think, I think you need to stop saying knife now. Has <laughs> <laughs> it got a little somewhere, bit like pasta? Somewhere that the, there's, there's a light flashing in an office. <laughs> you know, like when, when you rent library books about how to make homemade bombs. <laughs> a woman in Leeds said knife 10... <laughs> 20 times in 30 seconds. Oh my today. God, we've got to get someone there, around <laughs> get there the now. Go, go, where's that IP address? Mm. But yeah, I think, okay, a really good nonstick pan. That mm-hmm. would be like, on my, if I had a wish list for like, if I was only allowed five things in my kitchen. Right. So I would want a really sharp knife, chopping board of undecided material. Undecided material. Undecided material. You had to be created. Yeah. Maybe it was some kind of composite that we invent. Yes, maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe it is. Excellent. Uh, Will just suggested adamantium. Practical if ever. Uh, I'd like mine to be diamonds. Yeah, I want mine diamonds But then I'd like lots well. of things to be diamonds in my life. <laughs> just or so I could farm them. I could, I could fence my household goods. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, take that, cash converters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you giving for me for that, eh? <laughs> I'd ruin the economy. I'd, I'd, I'd be selling bread bins made out of you know, a, thousand, a thousand carat bread bin. But it, 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 would, be, it would be cheaper to buy, you know. Anything else? Yeah, I think I think also this is a it's a really small thing, and it's one of those things that I never thought that I would want. Yeah. And it's uh, I can't believe that. Well, there's two things that I never thought I would want until one I of them's I a baby, them. isn't it, Corey? <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. They're great for kitchen equipment. <laughs> yeah. Balance pants. You stapled them to the wall. They provide <laughs> endless entertainment. <laughs> Better than radio. <laughs> no. no, a microplane. <sighs> Oh, uh, which is a grater and it's okay. bloody brilliant because it's it's like a flat it's like a grater yes. with a handle right and it's like one of those ones that you know like when a when a uh, in a waiter comes over to your table and goes parmesan cheese and, and 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 grates it like that yeah it's one of those but it's better and it just grates everything you can grate garlic cloves on it you can grate parmesan cheese is, on it is there you a can grate you could grate your fingertips on this because it sounds it sounds very sharp it is very sharp, but the thing is, because it grates the thing that you want it to grate, you don't have that thing where so you get slippage and yeah. you're trying and you just end up grating <sighs> your finger, which I have done. And it's bloody brilliant. And also, you know when you're grating lemon rind on a normal grater yes. and it just gets stuck and all you get yes. is this pap on the side of the, the grater. You have to kind of fish out and stick on. And, and then you grate things and it just goes everywhere, you know, over the countertops, on the floor, whatever. No, the microplane. This should be like a choir of angels, wow. and uh, yeah, I should be getting commissioned for this. I tell you, it's it's just so good. It is actually a brand name or something. It's actually a brand name. It oh, was yeah. it was a woman discovered it because uh, it's a little bit questionable actually how right. she discovered this. Because I'm like, how exactly did it come to this? Basically, she wanted to grate something, and she was in her husband's workshop, and she was like, "Ooh, look at this material! Isn't it great? It'll grate something." And she's like, "Wow, this is really efficient." And so they they turned they made graters out of it god women and their inventions eh <laughs> she should have just stayed in the kitchen no she only ventured out briefly yeah so that's good and also this is one of the things that you wouldn't think is necessary okay salad spinner no 
You're totally right. Because I'm, I'm a bit of a greb. I, I do admit to kind of not washing a lot of my fruit and veg. <laughs> I just, I just plow right into it. It's only as time goes on, and I've noticed that you know the march of the crow's feet down my face. I think maybe I've had less chemicals in my body, <laughs> and I start washing some of the fertilizer <laughs> and kind of the crap that the farmers put on. If I start washing that off, things will be nicer. Mm. But it's so also I about the grit. doing it. But yes. The, the, the sour leaves, they stay limp. You need the spinner. I think it's vital. My mother had one and I don't know why I never have. Yeah, I actually bought my mum one because she didn't have one and I was so mortified. I was when I was trying to prepare a salad and I was like, where is the, what, the salad spinner? And uh, I, I bought one because <laughs> I couldn't bear to be in the kitchen without one. <laughs> I can imagine your mum's vacant look as you start shrieking <laughs> about know, a salad darling. spinner. I don't know, darling. I don't have one. But just... <laughs> What was it like to be outcooled by your own mum? Because <laughs> <laughs> she is pretty cool, and you're yeah. you're, you're bad mouthing her kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's she really doesn't care. Also, bread bread maker, I put mm-hmm. that on my kind of I love a kitchen gadget. I love, and you know what, food processors, I think they're fucking brilliant. You know, they're so amazing. I have just an idea for a little food invention. Mm. Do we have time to talk about this? Or yeah, let's just right, let's okay. just do the invention and then we'll right, okay. Um, so this is this is when I watch people make soup. You know that they boil down the veg, they've added the stock, and and I I personally prefer my soup to be at least a little bit chunky, to have some real texture in there. Mm-hmm. But lots of people like it smooth, and they use those little handheld handheld blenders. Yeah, the little white things oh, that are like half good. an egg cup. Yeah, they're fine. But imagine if you had one that you could lower into pan and came with you know the cones that dogs have around their necks when they're ill. <laughs> <laughs> that had one of those wait because then you wouldn't get any flying soup debris <laughs> which i find a real kind of hazard that is really true isn't it and, oh, and, and yeah it, i think it, you might be onto something thank you and it, it's it, it's always that tricky kind of inserting the blender into the soup moment if you try and mm-hmm. pulse if you try to pulse the blender that's you know you pulse at the wrong moment and you pulse at the wrong moment it mm. all flies out you get a little bits in your hair mm. you're making soup for people for guests you should have makeup on you should be in a dress what if you already are ruined ruined dog's collar for blender <laughs> i think it's winning <laughs> i think it is i think i think th- I, I really like that idea well i mean if you yourself yeah i think i'm just uh, talking to the people oh, okay, uh, not, not you yourself <laughs> not you over there mia <laughs> i mean you listening to this show or one of you um have any ideas about what what well, hey, I suppose it is, it's more interesting to say not what is your favorite. Well, it is interesting. What is your favorite piece of kitchen equipment that is, caught, you know, yeah, is is tough on the causes of crime in your kitchen, the but, crime prevention, but not in like a vigilante way. No, not, just not a, like chasing teenagers with your biggest knife. No, just just in a in a quiet, yeah, in a quiet way, just getting about his business. Here's something I want to use and never have: a meat mallet. Never used one. But it looks, they look really pin. good fun. They are good fun. Sorry, sorry, I interrupted again with one more thing. That I've yeah, well, done. you know, you just can't, you yeah. can't stop adding it. You're just going to have to save it up, me. Go it up, on the I'll forums. Yeah. Create a thread <laughs> with my fantasy kitchen equipment. <laughs> Things I really want to have in my kitchen. And I want to hear, actually, now that Mia's said that invention about the dog collar, yeah. I'd love to hear what other people would say. It's like, yeah, this will, this will end food crime. This is like the, the thing you need. You need a dog collar on a blender, which I, I, I actually agree with, you know. Well, think it could be huge so yeah. if you're cooking in a big tureen you know it kind of covers just covers the edges 
Yeah. No, yeah. I think I think yeah. it's the way forward. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Well, well, and you know, I think I think with that with that monumental piece of insight there, right. we we could we could wrap up for today, could we? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we ought to. Uh, yeah, I think we've done good work here. We've we've <laughs> we've, we've solved some co- some made crimes. Some fine progress. <laughs> <laughs> we've identified some crimes. I'm sure there are a few less criminals out there. Yeah. 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 By the end of the day, so uh, yeah, I've been uh, Gloria Lind. Uh, I, I've been Mia Steele. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was really certain. <laughs> I and, think uh, that's my name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, this has been Crimes Against Food. And uh, we're, we're saying good afternoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, good afternoon. Thanks, bye. <laughs>